Hello, I'm Al. Hi, and I'm Sai. And this is, and it's all kicking off, the new football podcast oh. with Amazing Side Slants. Okay, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Sai, and I am a massive uh, Liverpool fan. I've been... A, a massive what? <laughs> back off, Blue Nose. I, I am a massive Liverpool fan. I have been for 30-odd years, um, and I am, unfortunately, for my sins, now half of a podcast with a rather severe bitter blue. So, God help me. I'm not a bitter blue. I hate that phrase. I'm Al, and I'm 53 years old, and I've been a blue for donkey's years, and I've seen the good times and the bad times, and the good times and the bad times again. And I think the good times again now. Um, yes, yeah, size younger than me. Size like 17 years younger than me, so I tend to think modern football ain't that good. It doesn't really impress me, whereas he loves Rubbish. it. He Rubbish. Like, yes, I think... Footballers should be athletes who can run 100 metres in 10 seconds. I just think they should get down the. I think they should go down the pub and have a few beers, like they used to. That's that's my philosophy of football. So yeah, in this podcast we're going to be talking about the latest Liverpool and Everton games. We'll look at the football world as a whole, and we'll have regular features such as VAR humbug, which we look at the latest VAR outrage. Um, because it's and there will be, and it will be yeah, plenty of them. Because it's garbage, let's face it. Um, yeah. Favourite kits, best managers, most memorable games, unsung heroes, and did he play for us? We talk about a player, we completely forgotten that he played for your club. But first of all, let's start off with the latest FA Cup games. And Sai, you lost, so you can go first. <laughs> uh, thanks for that, Alex. That's really kind of you, lad. That's all um, we lost uh, to Premier League opposition again in the fourth round, fifth round of the FA Cup. Oh, oh, it's a total It's a fix, right? We have played, for the last four or five years, we've played Premier League opposition at this stage when there's been plenty of lower league oppositions which happen to, you know, get the other Premier So, you guys playing Sheffield Wednesday, Chelsea playing lower league football, uh, Man City uh, getting a scare from, I don't know, Cheltenham or Chorley or somewhere uh, and we get Manchester United uh, so you know like I said nothing to see here if you're not a Liverpool fan but obviously uh, if you're a Liverpool fan check it out check the stats out Google it and you'll see just how many times we get Premier League opposition in the early stages of the um, cup says the, man, says the man who introduced me as bitter wow <laughs> my that was that was bitter bitter I mean if you want to be the best mate you've got to beat the best you're supposed to be champions aren't you when you Champions of the FA Cup. Champions of the FA Cup. It's supposed to be the best team in the country, aren't you? Best team in the world, man. Best <laughs> team in the world. Well, apparently not because United beat you. But let's, anyway, what, what happened? Was it your team selection? Was it your team setup? What's no, not at all, mate. Again, we, we, we're not in great form. We're not in a great place at the moment. Um, so, Jürgen Klopp did absolutely the right thing. He put a strong starting eleven out because he had to basically... Jürgen Klopp doesn't like the domestic cups. I don't think he ever will do. He always prioritises other competitions over the domestic cups. And fair play to him, he's prioritised the league and won it. He's prioritised the Champions League and won it. So I've got no issues there at all. Yes, it would nice. It would be nice to go a bit further. I don't think that's ever going to happen under Jürgen Klopp. He's basically used this as an extra game, almost like a training game or or, or a preparation game to try and understand where it's going wrong. So he did put out a very strong side, well, as, as strong as he could, uh, again. We've got the centre-back farce of an issue going on, which is which is really, really stupid. Um, but it, it, it was strong. Salah started, 
um, Allison started, Fabino started, Tiago. So yeah, strong a strong starting eleven from us. And to be fair, we bossed the game. We it looked like we turned the corner from from previous games, and it's so weird because. We didn't. We've, we've not played badly. The last three or four games we've had, we've had 80, 85% possession of the ball in both halves. We've had all the ball. We've created chances, but they've been stupid chances. They've not been clear-cut chances. But in this game, we had our pace back. We had our counter-attacking football back. Um, we had the majority of the ball. We had the majority of the corners, the shots. We went 1-0 up. And then it went to 1-1. Then it went to 2-1 just after the, the second half started. Kind of thinking, oh, well, here we go again. You know, bad form and everything else. That's going to drop. And we had all we had all the ball and all the chances in the second half. We literally camped in their half. Attack after attack after attack. Uh, Salah scored again. Uh, another great, two great goals from Salah as well. And uh, two great, well, did Firmino assist his second? He certainly assisted his first. Um, and then all of a sudden, as is Manchester United at Old Trafford. has got the rest wrapped around their little finger. They got a very, very dubious free mm. kick. Fair play to Fernandez. He absolutely buried it. But should it have been a free kick in the first place? Most probably not. But that's VAR humbug for you. Some positives from Liverpool. Some real positives from Liverpool. Like I said, they played really well. They deserved to win. They bossed the game. Manchester United went full strength. There was no way that they were they were resting anyone. They went absolutely full strength. Mm. Uh, we got we again we got shown up by uh, by our current centre back to partnering, and, and and that is really really unfortunate. And again, I feel so sorry for Reese Williams, who's a 17, 18 year old lad that was playing for Kidderminster last season. There's no way Reese Williams would be anywhere near. I'm, I'm not saying he's not talented or he's not got potential. But that poor lad would be nowhere near our starting eleven. He'd be out on loan. He'd be getting championship football. He might even be getting League One football. But he certainly would be nowhere near our starting eleven. I noticed on Twitter last night there was a bit. Of, it was a bit more of a more than a debate, really. People were having, were having a go, Williams, and other people were saying, "Well, he shouldn't be playing for the first, the first. He should be playing because we've got nobody else. It's not his fault." Yeah, it's just difficult, isn't it? But you know, doesn't that? Oh. There must be reasons why, right? Liverpool should not be in that position without to put kids in the centre backs. Why has the club done anything about that? Well, exactly, Mick. But again, you know, it's hard, isn't it? Because you haven't. You might say, well, you don't need the strength in January. You don't need anyone. But you haven't bought anyone. No one. No one of any note or a team of any note has bought anyone. There certainly is the amount of match day revenue that every club is pissing away because of COVID is just unreal. You know, forty, fifty million, whatever it is. That they're not generating or that they're losing over the financial years. So our our owners aren't the minority, are they? It's not like everybody else is out splashing the cash and we're not. So it's certainly hitting all all teams across Europe. But you would you would think that the owners could scrape together a couple. We're not asking for Kulabali or you know a 70 80 million pound defender we might get that in the summer but we're certainly not expecting that now but there was a real madrid defender um that's come up for loan and literally he's a no-brainer he's young he's brazilian he's really talented he's not getting game time under zidane but he could come into our he could come into our starting 11 you've you've totally sorted out the language barrier because Alisson's Brazilian. Fabinho is going to be his centre-back partner for the for the majority of the season. Oh. So you've got three Brazilians there in a triangle, all talking the same language. 
they did better men, blah blah blah. It was a no go. wasn't wasn't even wasn't even discussed. Socrates, who's like a thirty two year old defender from Arsenal, has been released by Arsenal. And yes, he's not good. He's not great. I'm not saying that he would he would he would come in and do a job as a big lump that would just head it away. But, but he's been released. There's nothing to pay apart from his wages. He's worked under Klopp at Dortmund. You know, he knows he knows Klopp. He knows his football way. He knows the way that the, 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 he likes to play and everything else. Why isn't he just brought in? His, his wages are going to be minimal. You know, 50, 60 grand a week, max, I imagine. But he should be in there. Take And then taking poor Reese Williams out of the limelight because I saw Cara tweet a, a while ago saying, thank Christ, Twitter didn't exist when I was a kid, when I was playing. Because and I don't care who you are or who you support, I'm not defending Liverpool fans that take to Twitter and call a 17-year-old lad, you know, whatever. You know, it, it happened with uh, Nico Williams, the young uh, Welsh uh, left back. He had uh, one bad game, and he had to he had to delete his social media. I don't care. Yes, they are. Well, you call them fans in abbreviate in, in in whatever abbreviations, but they're no Liverpool fans in my eyes. You don't take to Twitter. And slate the kid, which will be absolutely nowhere near um, the first team. But again, you know, and Jurgen Klopp's come out and gone, well, it's, it's up to the owners uh, if we go into the transfer market or not. And again, I think I might have been lost in a bit of translation. You know, it, it, they must have been saying, well, we haven't got the revenue, we haven't got the money. But if he went to them and said, look, you're going to piss the season away here if you don't get a centre back in, then I, surely, surely they, would, they would reconsider. But unfortunately, Reese Williams was out of position and for their second goal the commitment in the tackle wasn't great but yeah yeah, it it is what it is but promising as in we've played the best that we have in three or four games we actually scored goals and we created them and we're out of the cup but I don't think anyone's particularly bothered I I think it's a terrible sign or it's a bad sign when a manager says oh we need new players but it's up to the owners that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's the kind of thing Billy has always said at Newcastle yeah. it's, it's what Sean yeah. Dice is saying now Burnley it's, 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 it's not a good sign that. Is there nobody else that could, that could fit into centre half who's in the first team at the moment or maybe one of your subs there's nobody else you could well, crowbar in there that's it mate that, that, is, that is how threadbare we are back, like literally Obviously, I know, I know we had the discussion outside of this podcast, but you've got Van Dijk, you've got Gomez, they're, they're your centre-back part, partnership. Then you've got Matip, and Matip, again, is, is just a nightmare because when he plays, he plays brilliantly, really calm on the ball, never never any panic, great in the air, scores headers, scores goals, can play the ball, loves to, loves to run the ball out of the box and, and try and break in, into the opposition's half. But he is made of wet bog roll. He he like he's, he was in. He missed three games previously. Then he played against Burnley. Then he was nowhere near the match day. He wasn't even in his subs yesterday. So he's either injured again from the Burnley game, or Klopp was like, "I don't want you nowhere near," <laughs> because you've got Spurs on Thursday. So you can't rely on you can't rely on Matip. So there's the three senior centre backs. They never replaced Lovren when they saw him in July. He wanted regular game time. Again, hindsight is a brilliant thing because if he'd stayed where he was, he would have played 30-odd games this season. And then you've brought Fabinho in. Now, Fabinho is an exceptional holding midfielder. Absolutely fantastic. World class. They brought him in into centre-back. And again, he looks like he's been playing there for 10 years. 
But he's one of our midfielders that we've lost. And then they've got Nat Phillips and they've got Reese Williams, who are two kids, and he's playing Jordan Henderson there. Now, Jordan Henderson would be one of the first names on the team sheet when you're picking a balanced midfield. And it's like, it's like where I saw the stats for the four or five games where Henderson's either been injured or been playing centre-back, we've not won. But as soon as you put him back in midfield, we will because the balance is there. Yeah, I was going to say, Henderson, we even just said to him, just get in the way of the ball. <laughs> yeah. We're making exactly. mistakes. Just, just, just get your foot in the way, get your head in the way. Yeah. But, exactly. yeah. I can't remember who it was that he, it was the partnership. Who was it? The partnership where it was Fabino and Henderson. I can't remember. It wasn't the Burnley game because he picked up an injury for um, them. It was the game before Burnley and I can't remember. Um, and again, Brilliant. No mistakes. No, no, not no errors. No errors leading to a goal. So everyone's like, "Well, your defense isn't even that bad." Like, we had we'd only conceded five goals or something in the, in the last God knows how many games. But because you've taken all of the balance out of midfield, the the, the attacks aren't flowing. So that that's 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 where we're really really struggling, mate. But again, I'm not being I'm not being a, a, a doom and gloom artist. Like I said, plenty of positives. We would have hated to have lost three two in the league. But losing 3-2 in the FA Cup in the fifth round, you know, it, it is what it is. Try and concentrate on getting our form back in the league. We've got Leipzig coming back up in the Champions League soon enough. Um, and hopefully it, it, it's, a, it's a couple more games that we can do without and we can concentrate on regaining fitness and not getting any more injuries. But anyway, over to you because you won and won quite heavily, mate, but it wasn't Premier League opposition. Well, this is it, see, so... Overall, I was really, really happy because, and I watched it, we played very well. And I mean, we just controlled the game from beginning to end. In the FA Cup, just the first time we got to the fifth round in five years, um, we always get knocked out in the fourth round. And I, I was fed up in recent years of getting low league opposition sometimes. And we'd struggle. We struggled in the last round against Rotherham. We struggled. It went to extra yeah. time, didn't it? You'd see the other games, they'd be like Newcastle 4, Crawley 0, or... West Ham 3, Burton Albion nil. You think, that's just comfortable. That's how it should be. Exactly. And, and, we, were never, and we were never like that. But we were yesterday. It was absolutely comfortable. And I'm not now saying all that, right? It should be comfortable, shouldn't it? Yeah. It should be. Yeah. So I'm taking the positive that normally we're not comfortable against low opposition, but this time we were. So that was a real, a real positive. Yeah. Everyone's saying, oh, Hammers, man of the match, and he was. He was class. But he should be against Sheffield Wednesday. He should be. Exactly. Even, he should be good in the Premier League. He is good in the Premier League. But even even like lesser players, who I, and I've got two players who I despise with a passion. Can I guess uh, them? Can I guess them? Can I guess them? Do you want to guess them? Go on. Yeah. Um, Tom Davies is... Yeah, hate him. Hate him. So he's... Um, um, Gomez. Yeah, Andre Gomez. Gomez. I just yeah. do not understand what he brings to the team. I know he was never the same after the injury uh, when, when Sun did him. Um, mm. But since then, he's just been hopeless. Even he was good last night. <laughs> Fair enough, he played very well last night. But we were playing the team at the, the bottom of the second division, bottom of the championship. Exactly. So this, this should look good. I mean, it, Pat Nevin was really good on, on BBC. He, he was on the, the website. He said, um, Sheffield Wednesday shouldn't be disarmed at all tonight. Yes, he looked the league apart. But that's because they are a league apart. 
Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's a really good thing. But too often in the past, we haven't we haven't put a lower league, lower league opposition in their place, but last night we did. So I'm very, really, really made up with that. Carvalho got another goal, which he needed. And it was, a, it was a great goal. He really had to stretch for it. And overall, we just didn't do anything wrong. It was it was quite quite refreshing to watch for an FA Cup game. But now, of course, next time we've got Spurs, which would be another matter. But you've got to bear in mind we've already beat them beat them once this season. So yeah. I would do around this round. I see we're around the same level at the moment, definitely in the league anyway. So I'm not I'm not I'm not scared of them. Um, Who's got the better oh, we have by, by a mile. <laughs> um, I, I never never liked Mourinho. Never liked him. No, but take um, take. Duncan's, Duncan's just better manager argument now. I'm not making. Now. I was just, I was just, I was just asking a question. I was just trying to gauge how, how, what's the word I'm looking for? How sensible you are as a blue. I'm the answer is clearly not very. Right. The reason I don't like Mourinho. No, no, I'm not. This, this I'm one, not just for another time. And just let me, just let me answer. With Mourinho, he always goes to a club. He always starts well, and he always leaves him in chaos. I wasn't asking that. I was just asking who was the better manager and you went oh, sorry, I said who's got the better manager and he said we have without yeah, even I, thinking about because it because I don't have to think about it Ancelotti is a better manager than Mourinho it's as simple as that but anyway that's not for now okay so what's your um, who, would you, who would you have had next round West Ham West, that's what you said didn't you yeah that's that, that, yeah. that's tough game that was a home away uh, I'm not too sure mate I don't know they're fully ones West Ham though aren't they because you know they're either very good or very bad absolutely do you have like a little run when they're very good and then you just collapse thought. there we are yeah but Mo- Moyes has done well there Moyes has done Mo- Moyes never gets the credit he deserves you know he always comes into smaller sides boosts them you know gets them above punching above where they are you know, very often like gets them in Europe but never ever gets the recognition that he deserves I'm not seeing the boots there, so let's move on. Okay, so what's what's your next league game? Spurs. Home away. Um, but that at the moment. No, I'm not. I'm not too sure, mate. I think it might be away. Oh no, is it home? I think, I think we beat them away. I can't remember. Lad. So you should be should be knowing these things, mate. This is meant to be a football podcast. Just <laughs> 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 really know these things. Um, yeah, apologies. I think you're away because we, we've got Leicester at home, haven't we? We're playing on the same day. We're playing on Wednesday, Thursday. When are you playing? We're playing on Thursday. Right, yeah. We've got Leicester at home on Wednesday. You've got Spurs away on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, so, how do you feel about that? Shit, mate. Absolutely shit. Right, go on. Do you, do you want to quantify that? <laughs> right, shit. Um, shit, shit. Go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's just so hard at the moment, isn't it? Like I said, Man United, plenty of positives, played better, played more attacking footy, but I'm just I'm I'm just resigned to the fact that I don't think we're going to get very much with with the current centre back partnering. There is there is just no balance. If, if if it's so weird how one player can change the whole dynamic and even change the fan attitude. If you put Matip in that back four with Fabinho, you go, we've won. If if our centre-back partnering is Fabinho and either Henderson, Williams or Phillips, then I'd be lucky with, I'd be happy with the draw. I think um, if, you're, if you're centre-back, if your team is as it is at the moment, 
dead. You're gonna look. You're gonna get Kane and Son going. Oh, half full here. They're gonna yeah. rub their hands with, with, with glee, and, they, and you can see why. Um, but don't forget, we have already played Spurs without Van Dijk and without Gomez, and we beat them. And yeah. saying that the defense, yeah. the defense didn't put a foot wrong, and also, you know, we, we are lucky that we haven't got um, Fabinho and um, another, and then Mingale or Carrius in goal. We have still got that excellent, excellent ability of Allison, who is arguably the best keeper in the world. But yeah, it's okay. a, it, like I said, I said to you in a phone call, I think maybe before this, I said. It sounds dramatic, and I hate being dramatic, and I hate being the oh, oh, it's done. Um, but I really do, I really do think we've got some really important games coming up. And again, you'd look at them previously, and you go, yeah, no problem there at all. But the Champions League starts again. You know, Leipzig aren't aren't a team to roll over. You know, they're still a tough challenge. You know, um, we've got Man City, we've got Spurs, I think we've got Leicester. We've got teams all above and around us in the next six games, plus Champions League football, which is a knockout stage. You know, I, I can say, I just don't know how the owners can sit there and go, nah, we don't need a centre-back. Which is why when, I think something wrong. It doesn't, it's just not, it's, it's not adding up. But there's no money. But like... I, I, I am I'm I'm now going against what I said about there's got to be some money somewhere and there has I totally get that but football clubs yours mine anyone else's now unfortunately yes there's more money in football yes you get better players yes you can pay bigger wages yes you can have nicer stadiums but football is now a business and if the people who run your club go the books don't add up or no 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 not this year next financial year this and the other Nothing you can do about it. Jürgen Klopp can be sat there pulling his hair, transplanted hair out, going, I need a centre-back. In a matter of four weeks, we can be out of the top four, we'll be out of the FA Cup, and we could be out of the Champions League, get me a centre-back. If they go, no, the accounts, don't, don't, the accounts aren't reading pretty, you can't have one. Wait until the summer, you can have an £80 million one. Then what are you going to do? It's too late then, because you... you, you... You're out of the champ- out of the league, really. You're out of the FA Cup and you're out of the Champions League. So what's the point in buying a centre back then after all that? Well, exactly. But that, that 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 again, they'll say, well, go again in the, in the next season. You, you'll have Van Dijk back. You'll have Gomez as uh, the sub. You'll jib Matip off. Nat Phillips and Reese Williams will go back into the academy, and you can have Koulibaly or somebody else. You can have an eighty million pound defender. Mm. Fine. Surely for this season, though, isn't it? But okay, anyway. mate. So uh, that's enough of the FA Cup and me whinging. Who's your yep. next game? Where is it? What time is it? What day is it? Come on. No, it's Leicester. On. Leicester at home on Wednesday, quarter past eight. Why is it? Why is it kicking off a quarter past eight? So is so is Man United, Sheffield United, quarter past eight. Don't know why that is. You got Brighton and Fulham at half half seven, and Everton, Leicester, United, Sheffield United at quarter past eight. Don't know why. No anyway, way. I'm more optimistic now. The Vardy's out. Um, he, he Vardy's just a threat and. He always he scores a lot of penalties, though, which doesn't impress me. But that means you get a lot of penalties, so you must play for that. Um, but of course, you know he's the he's the main man. Yeah. And now he's out. I'm thinking, yeah, that looks a bit better. It's still a very good Got team. Got some good players in Leicester now, though. Yeah, it's still a very good. Madison's good. Madison, Tillman's yeah. is good. Yeah. Lad called Harvey Barnes plays midfield. He scores a few. Yeah, yeah I'm not um, underestimating them at all. I'm the, the greats, but I'm just happier because obviously it's like it's like Spurs not having Kane, isn't it? 
Yeah, know, it's, it's it's like that. So you think we've got you know it's once we had more of a chance. I was saying they're easy to play against, but they'll still be tough. We'll just have to wait and see. I just hope. I wish Alan. I wish Alan was back. I hope he comes back soon. But at least Tanez is playing. All the other big big players are playing. Um, the Chloe was great the other night. He's, he's having a great season. Okay. Ben Godfrey, he's playing. He's having a great season. He's just slotted in like, like he's been playing all his life. Um, is he? Is he a key player? <laughs> key players are for another one. Basically, we can have that argument then. Um, <laughs> no, he's not. Not for me. But no? will, I think he will be in the so, future. So score prediction. What We're is gonna it? go two one for us. Wow. Two, two one. Okay. What about yours? Yeah, I was thinking the same. I, I again, I think I, we should, like you said, better team, better players. Get Matip at centre back. So I, I didn't nil. want a massive explanation about your centre backs again. Just to score. Two nil. Two nil. Okay, right, two nil. That's yeah. fine. Right. So then, what's happening in the wider world? So poor yeah. Frank Lampard got, got sacked, which I think is a bit yeah. harsh. Why is he called fast Frank? Fool? It wasn't. He was never he's fat. fat. He's, he's fat. fat. He is big, fat, horrible Cockney. Do oh, on Frank. I was, I was, oh, I in that case, mate, I, was, I was just fat. I think he's been quite hard done to, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, Chelsea wanted him. He's only been there 18 months. The first year he couldn't buy anybody. He had, to, yeah. he, had to, he had to get all his loans back in again. That's why Kid Zuma went back. And I, he bought, he spent massively in the summer, but he'd only been there five minutes. It's, it's just typical yeah. Chelsea. It's, it's just one is isn't success and we don't provide it, you're out, aren't you? Yeah, I think, I think again, it's, it's a bit more than that. Like, I've been doing some reading and, and stuff on it, and they identified Thomas Tuchel um, almost as soon as he left PSG. He was like the end game. He, there's no other candidate for that job. Um, it's him or it's no one. So they've obviously made the move. Um, they've cut ties with with Lampard, um, and again, you know, like, like you said, it is typical Chelsea. Like what he did for them as a club, their club statement is is shocking. Like if I was if I was Lampard, I'd be thinking, well, you can all do one because it, it's basically a four line tweet, and it just says uh, current uh, results and performance and the way we play has left us like almost like languishing in mid table. With no uh, sight of it improve, it basically just put it all on Frank's door. If you look at where they are, then I the ninth, fair enough. And they played the game more than anybody else. Okay, this isn't actually looking that good. <laughs> the, the ninth and they play nineteen games, still on twenty nine points, still only three points behind us, and we're yeah. sixth. Only four points behind yeah. Spurs, we're fifth. Only only five points behind you, you're fourth. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, um, I mean, I, admittedly, the form's not been good. No, but. I just you know I feel really sorry for <laughs> in this. I feel sorry for Derby because Lampard fitted there so well. He was doing great. He had them nearly promoted. He had the yeah. team going well, and then Chelsea came calling because he was a club legend. He had to go, didn't he? Yeah. Where are yeah, they now? Yeah. You know, Chelsea just went, "Yeah, we'll have you. Just leave wherever you are. Doesn't matter." And of course, he had to go running. Poor Derby. It's just it's, it's react them more than anybody else. I feel sorry for them. Yeah. You make a valid point there, mate. And again, I know you're not going to want to hear this because you're an Evertonian stuff, but uh, Carragher was talking um, on, I don't know if it was on Sky Sports News or what, but there was an extract of it on Twitter. And love him or hate him, whatever, he was he was talking absolute sense. And it was about players of his generation just walking almost unfounded, just walking into these top, top jobs. And he's just like... 
that, he said that that's why I took this job as a pundit because I didn't want to go down into the lower leagues and manage for 10 years in the lower leagues to get the experience to then go into one of the top jobs. He said, do I want to be the Liverpool manager? Of course I want to be a cop. Of course I want to be the Liverpool manager. But I don't want to spend seven, eight, nine years in, in Mainz, in, in Mainz or whatever it's called in Germany, winning nothing with rubbish pitch, rubbish stadium, blah, blah, blah. No, no kind of academy. But he said, that's what you've got to do. He said, like, Thierry Henry, walk straight into the Belgian side, walk straight into Monaco. You know, um, Lampard walking straight into Chelsea. Um, even no, Jack no, he was at Derby first, wasn't he? He was at Derby yeah, first because Derby he walked straight into no, but he, he, he's walked straight into them pretty much. He's, he, he's not gained any experience, well, has not. he? No, not really. You know, fact, like, it's like, like Carragher said, do I want Steven Gerrard to replace Klopp? Well, no, I don't. If, if Klopp goes at the end of his contract in two, three years, will Gerrard be, will he have the experience and the past experience to call on when the shit hits the fan or when you're in a lull or when things aren't going your way or when the fans turn on your back. Have you got that experience? And he's absolutely right. All the players of his generation have just all walked into these top top jobs. Arteta at Arsenal. What's he even doing? That was shocking. That was just just awful. I mean, I know you always say, well, Ancelotti, this, you always wipe you up. But if you're an Arsenal fan, you're looking at me going, Everton have got Ancelotti. Why have we got Arteta? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just because he, he sat next to Guardiola Man City on the bench we're, we're well done But he lays a lot there Didn't he yeah. exactly, exactly You know So Carragher was Talking sense there And you know Where does Frank Lampard Go now And it's a real shame Because he's tarnished now His reputation's tarnished Will another Premier League side take him now would, would somebody sack someone to bring Frank Lampard in I very very much doubt it did he seem I could think of did it seem I could think of maybe it was Newcastle yeah look what they are they didn't know where they, 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 hate, they, they hate the manager but they always hate the manager don't they pardon, pardon yeah. me but, um, but what, what, what can he do there like basically Abramovich has given him more money he was almost on par with the first rebuild with Mourinho He's given him hundreds of millions of pounds worth of players and he's brought in some fantastic talents. And then you go, there you go, of Newcastle, where the board ate you, the board ate each other, no one spends any money, you'll never get the fans on side and you'll have nothing to spend. Yes, but but maybe he's that type of manager and he doesn't realise it yet. Like Moise is better at at a club that hasn't got much money. Oh, and yeah, he, has, he, has to, he has to scout scout players as we did with us. He has to scout players and develop what's there. Lampard kind of did that the first season at Chelsea because he couldn't bring anybody in. As soon as he yeah. as soon as he could spend money, they're no good. No. So maybe is that type of manager. That's what Chelsea are all about. That's what Chelsea are all about. Spending mega bucks, bringing in these wealthy players, but he, he just he just wasn't able to get to get the best out of him. But enough about Frank, he's gone, do one, go and eat a pie. I'm not arse, I don't care, <laughs> don't like. <laughs> Early, but, yeah, so you're saying Rafa's walked out as well in China? Yes, mate, he has. Dalian, um, he's, he's, he's left by mutual consent. So that's and, interesting, uh, isn't it? It, it is really interesting, mate, but again, I've done some research. Woo! I've, I've done some research um, about that. And again, it's really weird 
Um, they've put a massive wage cap uh, in the Chinese league now. Uh, so you're not getting like the Oscars from Chelsea or, or the, those players that are in Europe and they've jibbed European right. football off. I wondered why it had gone quiet lately because I thought no one's gone, no one's gone to China for ages. Let's go. Let's no, go. They, they put a massive wage cap on it. Um, and each club, again, by the Chinese government, it's compulsory by the government that each club must have at least three or five Chinese people in it in the wow. starting eleven. Okay. Um, so again, really, really disrupts the players that you want to bring in. They're, they're, they've really cut the funding, so they can't be throwing 50, 60, 70, 80 million pounds of players like they first could. Um, and uh, he, he's, he's, he's just, he's, with, with all the uh, COVID-19 stuff again, um, he was basically, they were living out of a hotel. He was spending another three and a half months in hotels. He was isolated from his family and everything else. So before, uh, the con- I think the contract extension was there to sign, but he's just said enough's enough. I can't, I can't be competitive with the amount of Chinese nationals you need in the size. I can't be competitive with the money. I can't be competitive with the wage cap and the isolation of living in a hotel isn't great. So he's war. And they've agreed to it. Fair enough. I mean, he might not go anywhere, Mason. Maybe he just wants a year off. So he just needs to work, does he? No. Um, Celtic. Celtic are wet in the bed over him. Oh, they are yeah. desperate. If he go, if he, yeah, if he goes yeah. there, he's desperate. Why, why yeah. do you want to go there for? Exactly. So they're, they're, they're desperate for him. Obviously, he's not going to Chelsea because Tuchel is... Um, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll go back to Newcastle, will he? No, a Newcastle returns and no go. We'll have to see where he ends up if he ends up anywhere. Right then, so that's it for this week. Uh, well, for this episode anyway. We'll be back shortly with another one after the next games. Um, yeah. We've enjoyed this first episode. Hope you have. How have you felt about it, sir? You talked a lot. You moaned a lot. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think this is really going to work well for me, mate. Because this is like my safe space. I can say what I like, and hopefully, people listen and agree, or maybe more importantly, disagree. But I, I just think I just think it's really good, mate. And um, as far as blues go, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to be a bad one, mate. I think we, I think we can do all right on it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you've had them quite reasonable. So I've had to, I've had to be over the years. <laughs> um, right then, so that's it for now. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, give us a, give us some feedback. Give us a, a rating, uh, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at it's all kicking off. So yeah. thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye bye. Bye guys.